Hello and welcome back to another edition of our weekly podcast for Radio Broccoli, Mental Health Check. I'm Rebecca Lewis. And I'm Caroline Lewis. And we are a mother and daughter duo and we are spending our lockdown together and we decided, considering... I have a passion for radio and broadcasting and mum you have a passion for tell us a bit more about your passion actually. Well my passion is all about yoga I teach yoga and meditation and I'm also teaching chair yoga in normal times. Okay tell us a bit more about uh, chair yoga I know you you briefly mentioned it in our previous podcast and we did say we were going to touch upon it today. Yeah I'm really passionate about chair yoga because of its accessibility to everybody or most everybody okay so tell us a bit more about that accessibility so are you are you saying that yoga itself is not that accessible but chair yoga is well I what I didn't appreciate when I first started teaching um was that actually some people would find it really difficult to lay on a mat having themselves exposed laying you know on the floor and although I get, when I'm teaching in my own studio, I always assure people that I'm guarding the space and that they should be feel, feel free to relax and let go. However, there are some people who really don't feel comfortable, and I totally understand that. And there's also some people that actually can't physically do yoga because they cannot get down onto the floor. Okay, so chair yoga then, I assume, happens in a chair? Absolutely. That's the only piece of equipment that you actually really need is a chair, preferably with no arms. And again, I'm teaching chair yoga on a regular basis and at least two of my pupils are in wheelchairs. Okay, so you don't need like a a special kind of chair. It's just a chair that you have at home. Absolutely. As long as the chair is stable and it's on a stable basis, you know, wherever you are so that it doesn't wobble or move around and make you feel vulnerable okay and so i mean when i think of yoga if i'm honest i think of the downward dog and you know headstands and all these obscure positions with very flexible people i can't seem to picture that much of that going on in a chair or or does it happen in a chair well actually most well headstand i'm not so sure about i'm not sure i'd fancy doing a a headstand in a chair particularly (laughs) however um there are exercises that can be adapted so actually even the downward dog you know which is actually just getting the head below the heart which is to give you that feeling of being in a inversion which means to obviously have your head below your heart so you can actually achieve that with the help of a chair Wow, okay, so does it does a chair yoga class go along the same sort of narrative as a as a normal yoga class? Does do the same things happen? Do the same benefits happen? Absolutely. Um nothing is really different. You know, we do obviously concentrate on the breath, which is a very important part of the practice, and it actually stimulates everything in the same way as it would do in a normal yoga class yes okay and so tell us a bit more about about those benefits so uh, let's say I attended a chair yoga class what would I expect to leave that class feeling generally speaking the feedback I get is that when you people feel a lot more calmer when they leave the class a little bit more grounded the breath has changed and just a general 
feel-good factor as anyone would feel from hopefully attending any yoga class. Okay, um, so you said that you you teach these chair yoga classes, right? Absolutely. In fact, I think I mentioned, might have mentioned it last week, but actually, in all honesty, um, I started off with maybe three people in the class, and I'm now up to 30, and I teach in the doctor's surgery, and I have to say it's probably one of my favourite teaching situations. What What makes it so special? Because, I mean... If I'm honest, when I think of yoga, the last thing that comes into my head is people sat in a chair. Yeah. I, I don't know, not moving as much as perhaps you would move in a normal yoga class. I would actually challenge that. Um, when I was practicing um, getting ready to teach my yoga class, I, I actually got a friend round and said, just do me a favor and sit in this chair and do some chair. I'm just going to instruct you and do some chair yoga. She was actually blown away about how strenuous it can be and obviously we you can be as strenuous or, or little as possible you know as you as you choose um but for me the big thing about teaching this is that I look around the room when I teach it I've got two people as I say in wheelchairs it's accessible to everybody and that's what I love about it okay I mean seeing as it's accessible to everybody and the benefits of feeling calmer and more relaxed, mm-hmm. I think would really benefit me. And I don't want to speak on behalf of the listeners, but definitely me during this really, I'd say stressful lockdown period. Yeah. Could we maybe try a little bit of chair yoga today and, and see, because I mean, I'm sat Absol- in a chair. Absolutely. So initially I would ask you, to find yourself in your chair comfortably, have your feet placed on to the ground, into the earth. Now, if your feet don't reach the ground, maybe you could get something to place the feet on. You want to be sitting, hopefully, a little bit away from the back of the chair to allow the spine to be long. So just take a moment and if it feels okay, gently close the eyes just gently closing the eyes and noticing the feeling of the feet into the earth, feeling your thighs and your buttocks into your chair so you're completely supported. Now take your attention to the top of the head, noticing the crown of the head, noticing the length in the spine maybe drawing the chin slightly towards the chest to allow the neck to be long. And now take your attention to your sit bones, feeling the weight evenly distributed. And now I want you to gently take your attention to the breath, noticing the breath at the tips of the nostrils, the cool air on the inhale, and the warm air on the exhalation. Taking the shoulders away from the ears, allowing the shoulders to drop down, making space between the ears, shoulder blades sliding down the back, and breathe. Maybe lifting up the heart space a little bit towards the sky, And just ensuring that the jaw is nice and relaxed and the tongue is laying heavily in the base of the mouth. And breathe, cool air in, 
warm air out. Now just to begin with, I'd just like you to take a nice big breath in and allow the chin just to drop towards the chest. Chin dropping towards the chest, allowing there to be length in the back of the neck. Allow the shoulders to be soft, sliding away from the ears and breathe and just notice what you feel. Take a nice big breath in, gently lifting up the head to neutral. Again, ensuring the shoulders are soft and away from the ears and the jaw is released. Take a nice big breath in and then you're going to take the chin towards the sky. Chin towards the sky, breathing, allowing you to feel that lovely opening in the front of the throat and breathe. Keep the breath going. Taking a nice deep breath in, breathing the head back to neutral. Coming back to a neutral position, notice the breath. Now you might want to take a nice big breath in and take the right ear towards the right shoulder without lifting the left shoulder, allowing the left shoulder to be soft and breathe, feeling that lovely extension on the left hand side of the neck. Just take a few breaths here. Take a nice breath in and slowly coming back to neutral. Again, checking in, noticing how the body's feeling. Take a nice big breath in and allow the left ear to drop towards the left shoulder not bringing the shoulder up to meet the ear. Just take it as far as is comfortable and noticing where you're feeling any form of stiffness, taking your attention there, the breath will follow. Allowing the shoulders to be soft. Take a nice big breath in. Coming back up to neutral. And release, gently opening the eyes. So that was just a the beginning really starting at the top of the body and I would work my way down the body or sometimes I would start at the bottom and start with the feet and maybe go through the feet and the ankles releasing any tension allowing things to be soft it's just a nice way to come back into your body. That's really interesting because I didn't really expect I mean I know we only just were focused on the top part of the body but I didn't expect from what you've just said that it will encompass the whole body, even though you're sat in a chair. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And through doing chair yoga, you can increase flexibility. You can increase circulation. Obviously, with working in the breath, you're going to expand the lungs, which has a feel good factor. I also found it interesting the way you asked us to manipulate our body. The feeling of the breath almost changed. Like I felt like I was gaining by moving in certain ways, I felt like I was gaining more air inside of myself. And that's exactly what we're going to be hoping for. And obviously, I, you know, if, if people can, I get people to sort of, um, one of my favourites is the angel breath, which I love to do. And everybody seems to enjoy it. And nothing gives me more pleasure than to stand in front of a room with 30 people all breathing, taking their arms up to the sky and then bringing them down. It looks like angel wings and it increases your lung capacity. 
and it increases the amount of breath you're taking in, which actually has an effect of making you feel more energetic, more, probably, I, I don't want to say more calm, but it does give you a, a better feeling of just inner peace, really. Okay, that's, I mean, I really felt that. I really felt I was gaining more breath when I was moving my body, which mm. was really interesting. Um, especially because when I think sometimes you feel anxious, you feel you can't get that full breath, which is really nice to change your body, your positions to to allow as much breath to get in as possible. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I, you know, a nice way to get people to connect with their breath, which sounds really odd. We, well, I've said this before. We all breathe every day without thinking about it. But when we actually consciously breathe, our breath actually changes without us doing anything really just by watching it it naturally changes i i just want to know a bit more about how you came across chair yoga because it does i mean honestly until you started teaching at the surgery um which is our local surgery um i i didn't i'd, I'd never i'd never heard of chair yoga and it, it it sounded even daft when you were talking to me about it because i was thinking that's not yoga I mean now obviously I know differently and having just experienced that for myself and also attending one of your classes I do know that it, it, it does have the benefits and it, it is amazing but how did how did it come about well actually it was introduced quite re relatively recently in the 1980s by a lady called Erica Hammerstrom um, I believe she's from California I one of uh, the person that taught it to me, a gentleman called Richard Kravitz, who actually teaches um, yoga to special needs people. Um, he called, I think he terms it as special yoga. He's a passionate about chair yoga, and he was my literally my guru. And um, so it's relatively new, considering that yoga is five thousand years old. <laughs> Is it? 5,000 years old? Indeed. Wow, that is... I thought you were old. I know, <laughs> nearly as old as me. What do you think? Um, I wanted to go back to... So since being in lockdown, I thought it was just me, but I've spoken to a few friends and we are all suffering with almost this, like, stiffness in mm. our body because I'm sat in front of my computer all day working and then I go on my one-hour walk and then I walk around the house a little bit and then I sit and watch TV and then it's bedtime and... I do find that I'm I'm stiff, I'm clicky, I'm just not as maybe soft. I think you used the word soft to describe your body before, and I don't feel maybe as soft as I normally do. Would I? I thought it was because I was sitting so long, but would chair yoga actually help that? Well, according to the students that I teach, um, yes, and it's so powerful because. I think at the moment, for everybody, there's an underlying anxiety. So even if you're going through your daily life, you're not really... I think there's just this underlying anxiety. And I think that I don't know anybody that wouldn't benefit from doing a little bit of chair yoga or any sort of yoga. And I was once told that the most, most purest form of yoga, if you can do nothing else, is the breathing. And I 
would promote that all day long and you know the movement is great obviously it gets to the parts that maybe you know when you're sitting at a computer you are naturally drawing your shoulders up to your ears and sit there for long enough and you're going to get achy and pain and what we're trying to do here is just notice and when we give our body attention and we take the breath to these parts of the body it has a profound effect okay so I hope that that resonates with other people who are listening because it resonates with me. But I don't, I know I have the luxury of living with you. So if I want some chair yoga, I'll just say, mum, could you, could you help me? But not everybody has that luxury. And although we did a little showcase just then, um, you did mention that it would work your way down the body. And we only obviously focused on the upper Hmm. part of the body. Is there, how can people start practicing? How can they start training? Is there to sort of encompass their whole body is there I don't know anywhere they could like research that or is there I don't know a book I don't know is how can people make it I know you said it was an accessible sort of stream of yoga but with this lockdown it's obviously trickier to be accessible is there do you have any advice or tips well I think for me um you know if 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 you've got access to um online yoga there is a lot going on for you know, even with chair yoga online. So that can be um, sought out. There's also various books. Um, one of my favourite books, um, which I haven't got the name, it's just called Chair Yoga. I forget the name of the author, but I can get that for you. Um, is very powerful. And there's lots of illustrations in it, which can be very helpful. Um, I've been doing it over the phone, actually with my mother who suffers with Parkinson's and although we do the meditation I do actually incorporate a little bit of chair yoga just to keep her body used to what she has been used to in the past it's um it's 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 amazing the technology isn't it that we can we can you know people will be listening to this never even heard of chair yoga and hopefully they'll be able to go online or you know go on Amazon and order themselves a book and hopefully practice it is there I mean is there anything they should be aware of like dangers or pushing themselves too far or look I always say to anybody whatever I ask anybody to do in a yoga situation be it chair yoga or normal yoga your body will tell you so you do nothing that hurts and if you're mindful when you're doing yoga which it is a mindful practice the likelihood is you won't hurt yourself The only thing I would say is that if you suffer with high blood pressure, it's not advisable to take the head below the heart. So when I'm teaching my doctor's surgery chair yoga, I rarely do anything like that because it's quite difficult to, I I want everybody to feel included. And so I try not to do anything that's going to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, if they're suffering with high blood pressure, which is quite common in the older generation it's important that they don't get their head they don't have their head below their heart i mean it's always it's always good to just sort of disclaimer that isn't it just to make sure that people are keeping safe because and i know for a fact that a lot of people in this lockdown period are trying these new things that they've never tried before and it's it is so important that you're just careful and keeping safe um so thank you for just reiterating that um do you know what I really 
it's probably not the right thing to have focused on when you were talking. But you mentioned about yoga being 5,000 years old. And that's just, I don't know anything about the history of yoga. I mean, it's become very fashionable at the moment. I agree. I mean, it has become over the last, I don't know, maybe 10 years. I mean, I've been practicing now for over 25 years. When I started my practice, it was sort of for the hippy-dippy sort. And I was, you know, (laughs) nobody was really that interested. I just feel that over the years, the benefits to me, not just physically, because physically I can't do what I did 25 years ago. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I work with what I've got. And that's why I would encourage anybody to do any form of yoga because it can work for everybody and anybody. And the ones that generally resist it the most saying they're not flexible and it's too slow, are the ones that probably need it the most, which I find quite interesting. I feel like that was a bit of a a personal attack there. Not really, just just stating. Um, So yeah, maybe, I mean, like I said, I just, it's become fashionable now, but I know nothing about the the history. I don't know where it came from. And I I definitely did not know it was 5,000 years old. That's for sure. Yeah, it's quite interesting. And also the other thing, the other little nugget is that it was actually firstly developed for men. And the the elite in society. So consequently, um, as you know, like I stated, I can't do what I did 25 years ago. However, everything can be adapted. And that's what I love about it. So it's the flexibility within the practice that makes it so exciting. And it seems to me that the, the more I study and the more I get to know, the bigger the picture becomes. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think I think I want to know a bit more about this picture. Like, I just, I, I think I know, like, the final stroke almost of the painting, but I don't know the full painting or mm. the full picture. Perhaps, I don't want to excite you too much, Mum, but perhaps next week that could be what we focus on. A little bit of a, a summary of what we've done so far and taking a step back and where did this all come from where do these teachings come from and the history of yoga i agree i think that would be lovely and i'd also like to i'd encourage you or us to actually either at the beginning or the end of our podcast is to actually just do a little bit of breathing just feeling the body and then maybe noticing for yourself the benefits of, of the practice. I think that would be a really, really good idea because, I mean, I think for a full understanding of something important, you really do need to go back and think of the past and also look forward and how this is going to help you in the future. And we can literally get a full picture of what we've done so far, where it's all come from and how we can move forward. And I think that will be beneficial not only for us to but for also the listeners yeah I think look and I think also there's little bit you know you can take what you want leave what you don't like it's like anything and yoga is such an expansive subject that I do believe that everybody could find something that they would find interesting or beneficial I think that sounds like a bit of a plan then um I mean we're running a bit out of time so I know I know but I've really enjoyed experiencing firsthand a bit of chair yoga and learning about the benefits and just how accessible it can be for 
pretty much everyone. I think that's so important because I've always found normal yoga to be a bit above my head. Like I just, I didn't get it. I couldn't come to terms with it, but this, this is easy. Like I could, I could do it, um, which is great. Um, So thank you. No, that's my pleasure. I just would like to put a little bit in just to say that my mother who struggles with her mobility, she has Parkinson's, loves her chair yoga and what she can't do she doesn't do and she gets a lot of benefits from using the practice so before we end and i i i have to vouch on that one as well my nana also my mum's mum uh looks forward to her weekly before before lockdown struck her weekly chair yoga classes so um it, it does it clearly i mean i'd i'd like to say that nana's not really the yoga type of person and the fact that she loves it just goes to show just how accessible chair yoga really is but i'd like to end with a poem we're trying a different poet this time mum who is this by this is john o'donoghue um and it's called um benedictus a book of blessings it was recommended to me and just another again another sort of poetry that i really enjoy uh, this poem's called I found it, I flicked it open and I found it pretty much straight away and I think it just, it it's expressing the fact of just being, like presence and I think that's so important in these trickier times to just be okay, you always say it to me mum, we're well, not human doings, we're human beings, is that what exactly. you said? Yeah. Um, so this is called Four Presence. Awaken to the mystery of being here and enter the quiet immensity of your own presence. Have joy and peace in the temple of your senses. Receive encouragement when new frontiers beckon. Respond to the cool of your gift and the courage to follow its path. Let the flame of anger free you of all falsity. May warmth of of heart keep your presence aflame. May anxiety never linger about you. May your outer dignity mirror an inner dignity of soul. Take time to celebrate the quiet miracles that seek no attention. Be consoled in the secret symmetry of your soul. May your experience each day as a sacred gift woven around the heart of wonder. Namaste. Namaste. I think that's so lovely. It just... It's okay to just, you know, appreciate the little things at the moment, isn't it? And just, we're here, we're doing, but we're being and we're we're present, we're breathing, we're waking up each day and getting on with our days. And I think that's so, so, so important, you know? I agree, I um, agree. So yes, I really enjoyed that, Mum. And I really look forward to dragging you up to my radio studio bedroom once more next week to discuss a bit more about yoga at its core almost yeah i think it's a little bit about yoga philosophy a little bit about the history without being boring and dry and i would love to do that because i'm passionate about it perfect i can't wait thank you so much um i'm getting hungry now are you always perfect sounds (laughs) like a plan um It'd be nice if um, people could tweet at Radio Broccoli and tell us how they're finding this chair yoga experience or or just the um, the the podcast in general i just would like a bit of feedback wouldn't you oh absolutely and the other thing that i think i'd like to offer if anyone's interested is that i can do meditation 
and my mother is really benefiting from that particularly during these difficult times so if, if you're interested let us know love it so tweet us at radio broccoli and we'll uh, we'll get on that mum will be on the phone meditating with you yeah excellent <laughs> perfect thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you on our podcast mental health check next week bye bye bye